I'm a grind and What's up everybody, my name is Sid, and I've teamed up with the big homie Reg to bring y'all something new, something we like to call Beyond the Scoreboard. Y'all be sure to review, rate, and subscribe. Let's get to it. Welcome back to Beyond the Scoreboard, where every 25-point lead is safe. As always, I'm Sid. What's going on, Reg? Hey, man. Doing good today, baby. Feeling good. Got off work early. Ready to talk football like always. Finally, we're we're here at the first week of the NFL season. Who that? Who that? <laughs> no more offseason. No more OTAs. No more training camp. Preseason. It's we time did. to get to the real thing, man. Yes, sir. Um, so usually, of course, we start off with Saints talk, but since last week we stopped with, uh, going through the divisions and making our predictions there, we're going to pick up there before we talk about the Saints and talk about this week's games. Um, so last week we went over the AFC North and the NFC South. Um, I had Cleveland winning the AFC North, uh, you went with Baltimore, uh, NFC South, you went with Tampa Bay. I went with New Orleans. Um, I think we both have Tampa Bay and New Orleans making the playoffs, though. Uh, is that no? I don't, you I don't, don't have I don't, New Orleans making I don't think I took the Saints to make the playoffs. Okay, so you just got Tampa Bay coming mm-hmm. out to the the sole team coming out that division. Mm-hmm. Um, if I remember, and then I, and then I know I had Baltimore. And Cleveland coming out of the AFC North. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's go ahead and let's just rip through the rest of the AFC divisions. Okay. Um, so let's go uh, AFC South. Let's go AFC South, which, of course, features the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, the Houston Texans, the Indianapolis Colts, and the uh, Tennessee Titans. Yep. Uh, yep. What you looking at there in that division? Uh, it's definitely not one of the weak, one of the stronger uh, divisions in football. Uh, you know, first glance, you know, you can see the Colts. If maybe if they had a starting quarterback, you can kind of see them repeating themselves and uh, protecting their quarterback, running the ball effectively, uh, given that their running backs stay healthy the whole season. But now that that's not the case with Carson Wentz being out, we don't even know how well he would have played if he was the starter. Uh, I got Tennessee running away with that division. Uh, they what? I think they won a division two years in a row now. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, I think, so. I think yeah. two years. And uh, they didn't uh, they didn't add anything on defense uh, like we would have um, hoped that they would have. But uh, they did uh, bring in Julio Jones, and uh, we all know what Hul- what Julio is capable of. Now you can put Julio or uh, 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 what's the other Brown uh, from uh, from Ole Miss. AJ Brown. You could put either yeah. one of them in the slot now. I mean, it just you know makes life so much harder for the teams that's already uh, having to account for Derrick Henry. So I definitely got the Titans winning that division again. I have the Titans winning the division as well. Um, I'm not ready to give up on the Colts though. Um, I think that Carson Wentz being back with Frank Wright is something that's that has potential. I'm not saying it's going to automatically be a working thing, but the fact that you pair him back to with the coach that he had the most success with and you, you're putting him on a team that, once again, has been real successful uh, as of late. Um, we saw what that coach defense looked like last year. Jonathan Taylor came on strong. They get Marlon Mack back. Uh, the thing that worries me the most about them is their receiver talent with T.Y. Hilton being out. Uh, they didn't really go out there and add anybody, so they're relying on Michael Pittman, uh, Pascal, um, Paris Campbell, uh, and mm-hmm. guys like that. And at tight end, I want to assume that uh, what's his name, Doyle, Jack Doyle, is still there. Is that who that tight end is? I like I don't, know. yeah, I don't even know who that tight end is. So that's what worries me. But I think that defense should still be as good as it was last year. Um, and then from there, it's honestly about how much can you get out of Jonathan Taylor in that running game, and like you say, how how good Carson Wentz is going to be for you. Um, but I agree with you. Tennessee was already a team that you had to worry about because of how well they were playing on defense. 
Um, but they've shaken up a lot in their secondary going into this season. Um, but offensively, like you say, there's there's no offense that's matching them in that division. Uh, right. So I definitely agree with you. Tennessee's going to probably run away with that division. Uh, so AFC West, which is, of course, Kansas City's division, uh, I'm quite sure I don't get no argument with you there <laughs> that they're going to that they're going to be uh, uh, winning that division this year. Yeah. Um, the Chargers, to me, is the team to actually watch uh, in that division uh, this year, seeing what they were able to do last year with a change at quarterback abruptly with Tyrod mm-hmm. Taylor uh, going down and, and Justin Herbert coming in and filling in those shoes. Um the talent's there. We talked about this last year, especially their defense got beat up real bad, too. Uh, Melvin Ingram went down. Bosa missed time. Derwin James missed almost the whole year, I want to say, missed, last year. He missed his whole NFL career. <laughs> <laughs> so when you have injuries like that to players who are so important uh, in your defense, like that's your best <laughs> players, all missing time, Um it's hard to get anything really going. So I think defensively, for sure, they're going to be better this year. And once again, when you talk about those young quarterbacks, the biggest you see it from that rookie year to that sophomore year. And I definitely think Justin Herbert is the best of that class last year. And I think he's going to be even better this year. So even though I think Kansas City takes this division, I think the Chargers are going to be right there behind them. Chargers only because of their quarterback. Like, if he played anything even near what he did last year in Justin Herbert, then, yeah, they're going to be right back around that point or, if not, better again this year. Uh, my team to watch in that division is the Oakland uh, the Oakland Raiders. Uh, I'm sorry, Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, <laughs> so, Josh Jacobs, right, he made me out of a believer. They added even more depth at the running back position. Uh, I want to see what Ruggs get going this year. We know what, what Waller is going to give you. Last year, at the end of the year, Oakland, I'm going to keep calling them Oakland, Las Vegas Raiders, their defense, they developed a pass rush for Crosby. So I'm expecting him to kind of be somewhat of a household name this year, his breakout year. That's what I'm expecting uh, uh, from from the Raiders. So uh, I think they're going to be uh, right there uh, underneath the Chiefs um, this year. And the thing about uh, the thing about Vegas for me is we talked about it a little bit last year. How it sounds so funny saying Vegas? <laughs> <laughs> how traditional of a team they are under John Gruden, <laughs> and it seems like he's now coming out of that and he's starting mm-hmm. to catch up with the NFL of today. Um, Darren Waller, an absolute monster. Um, I'm still worried about the other receivers uh, outside of him. Um, Definitely. I'm worried about John. I, I'm not worried about Josh Jacobs because I think Kenya Drake is really going to be able to, to take a lot, lot off his plate and offer up a lot for them. Um, mm-hmm. So it's really just about what can you get from those other receivers. Like they lost right. Nelson Aguilar. Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest with you, I couldn't tell you who their number one receiver is right now. Do you know? Because I, 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 yeah, I don't know. Well, far as I'm concerned, it needs to be Ruggs. He's the guy that needs to Henry be Ruggs. Uh, yeah, he needs to be factored more into the offense going forward. Um, didn't see a lot of him from preseason, of course, but uh, yeah. I would like to see him all over the field, kind of like uh, what Kansas City uses Tyreek Hill. Not saying that they're in the same breath or he's anywhere near him. Yeah. I'm just saying he's always the fastest guy on the field, and they got to find a way to get him more involved. And the problem with guys like that for me is, like you say, you have that Tyreek kill that you look at these players and be like, man, at the at the potential, like the the potential gives them the ability to be a Tyreek kill, but then in most cases they end up being John Ross, and that's the that's the problem. Like so, when you look at guys like uh, Hollywood Brown, there's another guy who you're looking at like just like Henry Ruggs and saying, bro, this is what you can be. Or what I'm quite sure they're hoping you're going to be, but can we get that? Well, a lot has to do with with the coaching staff that they go into as well. You know, your OC and all that good stuff. And I'm not trying to be long-winded on this, but we spoke about Hollywood, right, going to the Ravens. The Ravens got a hired offensive coordinator to package specifically around Lamar Jackson and his style of quarterback play. Um, 
Tyreek Hill went into Andy Reid, which is probably the best offensive strategist of all time. If not, he should be in everybody's top five or so. Um, three, uh, what, two Super Bowl appearances in the last three years. Um, he knew what he was drafted in Pat Mahomes. Um, so, I mean, it's easier going into a situation like that than, uh, you know, a situation like uh, Henry Rose with John Gruden or um, Hollywood in Baltimore. Also, though, it is the player type as well because Tyreek Hill has is such a he's such different from those other guys because of how he's been able to build out his body. Like he's a he. I heard somebody say this the other day. He's a football player who can also run track, not a track star who also plays football. True. And John Ross and Hollywood Brown and Henry Ruggs, those seem more guys like. Those are track stars who, you know, turned it into football. And Tyreek Hill is an actual football player who can also do track. And, and I, I think that that plays a big difference in it, too. Yeah, definitely. It makes he's a complete receiver. I've been saying it now for like the last yeah. two or three years. I hate that people just think he's good because he's that fast. True. That's oh. his best ability. But he's a, a decent route runner who's getting better and better. And you always have to respect his feet, his speed. But just getting back to what I'm saying about, you know, offensive coordinators like Sean Payton, right? He's our head coach, been there for the last half many years, right? You look at a guy like Derby Henderson, who's a track star, right? Turned football player. The production we was able to get out of him for however many years he was in New Orleans. Uh, mm-hmm. you, got, you, you got guys that are drafted in first rounds like Henry Rudge, Bernard Pyramids. list goes on and on and on. Who has yet to pan out in the NFL because of the situation they're drafted in, too. Yeah. Yeah, so it definitely goes hand in hand. It's it's yeah. it's it's yeah. It's usually you know uh, both sides of that taking effect that's slowing these guys down. Uh, so the last AFC division we have is the AFC East, which is going to be a, a really interesting division to me this year. Um, okay. um go ahead. What, what you got the AFC East looking like this year? Give me one second. I try to be a little bit more prepared. I actually have notes. <laughs> So this is going to be one of the tighter divisions for me as well. Uh, right off bat, you want to go Buffalo uh, winning the division. They won a the division last year. Uh, did they truly do anything to improve their team? Uh, with the addition of what Emmanuel Sanders can't really think of nobody. Can't really think of no one outside Emmanuel Sanders who uh, who's a, still a, a pretty uh, reliable. Um, Receiver, especially yeah. for as much as Josh Allen threw the ball last year. But my thing, it all it will always come down to not if Buffalo can run the ball, but can their running backs be consistent enough of picking up four yards uh, and and then finding a true pass catching receiver out of the backfield for for his running backs go. But if I had to give it away today, I would say Buffalo simply because we saw them do it last year and they have the best quarterback in the division. Uh, saying that, um, I don't think they just run away with it. I, I honestly, in, in my heart, I honestly believe Bill Belichick find a way um, to challenge them for the division. So um, I got New England coming in second, uh, followed by Buffalo. I'm sorry, followed by the Dolphins, then the Jets. Okay. Um, Miami is the team I have going backwards this year. Okay. For me... Buffalo is the clear-cut favorite in his division. Mm-hmm. Um, the best quarterback in the division uh, by far. Um, best receiver in the division. The best receiver in the division. If um, I think so. uh-huh. I, I don't actually think that they have the best defense in the division, but their <laughs> defense is solid. Their defense is definitely solid. Um, so I have them. I have them really running away with that division this year. How now, many games um, you got them? How many games you got them up? I think they can fit. What we're looking at seventeen games. I always got to redo the <laughs> math on this thing. I could easily see them finishing thirteen and four, and the team that finishes behind them be right at 10, 10 wins. I would say so. That, that's a three game cushion. I could see them having over <clears> anybody else in in that uh, division. Um, where it gets interesting for me is Miami and New England mm-hmm. because New England, once we talk about this all the time, about not only losing Tom Brady last year, but the COVID opt outs they had and how that affected their team. 
uh, that Cam Newton getting COVID and how that affected him. I give them no excuses. <laughs> when you have won as long as they have won, I give you no excuses. I hope Herm is fine. But my point is those COVID opt-outs are now back. I don't think there was one player who, who didn't come back for them, uh, especially the ones that actually mattered and were really up there. Patrick Chung, I think he retired. I think, I yeah, think, you know what? Yeah, he I set off for COVID and then he retired, I think. Yeah, everybody else returned, um, which, once again, the people that you, Dante Hightower, like those guys, you know, yeah, those guys are back. And once again, man, we look at that Patriots team last year that finished, what, 79? Mm-hmm. Um, despite those COVID opt-outs, despite Cam Newton having the effects of COVID and, you know, coming back from that and things of that nature, um, their receivers got better. Definitely. They went out and got two tight ends who, tight are, ends who are way better. Really solid tight ends. Yeah, they're way better. And offensive line has looked very, very good uh, in preseason. And yeah, that's after right. losing Dominic. So they have and definitely looked uh, look better. And they're back to a more traditional quarterback, that the, that which is what they're used to. Mm-hmm. Um, you got James White back. You hope that Damian Harris uh, uh, can stay healthy. Um, once I'm, It's never a concern about the defense. The defense held up last year without some of those big names. So getting those big names back are going to be a plus. Gilmore won't start the season with him. He's on the pup list. I don't think he plays for New England this year. I think mm-hmm. as soon as he gets healthy, he gets shipped out. Um, I, I don't even think it's. I, I don't even think it's health. I think it's it's money. Want that pay? Yeah. He he's going to get shipped out. Um, Miami is such a talented team, man. They mm-hmm. they didn't have too much turnover. Uh, roster wise. They brought back a lot of the guys that they had last year on that young team. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, well, once again, we talk about that jump from rookie to sophomore year. I think two is going to experience it just like everybody else does. Um, adding Will Fuller to that offense, adding Jalen Waddle to that offense. Uh, I think those are going to be, I think they put two into a situation or into a position where he shouldn't fail. So if he fails, Okay, you're not our quarterback. We we know now that it's not it's not anything else. It's just you aren't our quarterback. We got to move on. And I think that Tua, I think that Tua actually succeeds this year with all of this talent that's around him. The run game is still questionable because you don't know exactly what you're going to get out of a Miles Gaskin or a Matt Breida or whoever you know really mm-hmm. they really lean on. But I think Miami does enough to edge out the Patriots. So I do think Miami finishes second in that division, and I have them also making the playoffs. Oh, wow. Uh, The Dolphins is one of those teams that uh, reached the ceiling for me last year. If you look at the points that the defense scored, the turnovers that they caused, sometimes, like, you know, the Lady Luck is just on your side. And I think that's the kind of season that the Dolphins had last year. So uh, them being more stable, uh, they got an amazing head coach take nothing away from him but until your quarterback can show that he can push the ball down the field and that's with all that speed around him that he got one mm-hmm. of the, the best check down tight ends in football uh, but he still have a pretty bad O-line that O-line is not going to buy him no extra time so he have to be getting ready to ball quick um, I, I just don't see it I don't see uh, the likelihood of them repeating themselves last year I don't. New England's better as we already spoke about, they got New England twice. They got Buffalo twice. I, I just don't see how they can put together a season and um, put, put together game plans where we're looking at Tua not turning the ball over. And he's to me, he's in a situation where he's actually forced to win a couple games for them. And that's what I don't like about the Dolphins. Yeah, so we see that completely different. I think that there's enough talent around him to where it's going to make life a whole lot easier for him. Plus being, of course in the system a second year, just like everybody else getting the opportunity to have OTA, the training camp, and all those offseason things like they did last year. Yeah, I think that's yeah. a huge plus for not just him, but for a lot of people, yeah. but especially for him who came in uh, right off of that ankle, well, it was the ankle surgery or mm-hmm. foot surgery, and, you know, uh, being behind the eight ball. Yeah. Um, if they was a little bit more proven, 
if Will Fuller was a little bit more proven, if uh, Jalen Waddle was a little bit more proven, if their run game was a little bit more proven, I feel a little bit better about it. Uh, kind of like Ryan Tannehill turned his his career around once he got to Tennessee. Oh, all I got to do is give it to Derrick Henry and pop people in the mouth with this play action. Cool, I can do that. I can, you know. Yeah. So he had a proven commodity over there. Then AJ Brown. Since day one, you know, I told you what, how I felt about AJ Brown. Then you go get Julio. They that's proven guys who you're counting on to say my quarterback doesn't have to win the win the game for me. Kind of like Jimmy G first year in San Francisco. Already had a proven uh, track record with, with Kyle Shanahan. He, he's going to put everybody in place to where that quarterback doesn't have to win the game necessarily. But until these guys do something, right, the guys we spoke about from Miami, I won't be able to believe in Tua. Yeah, yeah. And you always take that approach. You got to you gotta actually show me before I get around there to it. But Absolutely. sometimes you got to foresee these things, Reg. I, I want to say they replace their offensive coordinator. And once again, that defense is still going to be a good defense. Oh, yeah. That defense, that's too. Like, they can go out there and have those turn, force those turnovers in a manner that they were last year. But that's still going to be a good defense. Man, it was turning it over and taking it to the house last year. <laughs> All right, so let's jump to the NFC. Once again, we already did the NFC South. Mm-hmm. Uh, I took New Orleans. Uh, you took Tampa Bay. Uh, so let's go to the NFC North. Okay. Uh, let's look at that Green Bay, Chicago, Minnesota, Detroit list right there. Mm-hmm. What you looking at? What you see? Um, unless Evan Rodgers decides not to play, I have the Packers winning that division. Um, I have them winning that division comfortably. Uh, I just think Evan Rodgers is one of the greatest players to ever play the game. Uh, if you look at what he did last year, it was nothing less than, than masterful. He did all but win the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah. He was lights out to me. Uh, I don't know if he's going to play with that chip on his shoulder again like he did last year. But even if he is just regular A-Rod, we're talking 36 touchdowns and four interceptions, right? That's good enough to win that division, I feel. Uh, Chicago still trying to figure some things out uh, with their quarterback. We know Andy Dalton is going to be the starter. We're just not sure how long. Uh, that's a defensive unit uh, that's pretty decent. They're pretty solid. Yeah. Um, so I, I still think that they're going to be tough. Uh, the Vikings, I hate to say it, but I think that they're going to be the same old Vikings. You know, yeah. like Kirk Cousins put, to, put together some great statistical seasons that I think people don't even look at. I think it'll surprise a lot of football fans if you go look at Kirk Cousins' stats, yeah. right? 4,000 yards, 30 touchdowns, uh, whatever. Doesn't turn the ball over a lot. You know Delvin Cook is going to be one of the top leaders in rushing if he if he stays healthy. Got two good receivers on the outside. It's just that the offense is so bland, you know? Yeah. It's so bland. It's a run with Delvin Cook or it's something short across the middle unless, you know, you got Jefferson burning the defense or something of that nature. But – um, I don't think they have enough to to beat Green Bay. I'm not even sure if they have uh, if they have enough to beat the Bears if the Bears get hot, right? Um, yeah. But they're going to be a solid team, and I have the Lions being one of the worst teams in football this year. Sorry, Sean. <laughs> the so let's start with the Lions because I agree with you. They will be the worst in this division. Mm-hmm. Um, they are clearly in a rebuild. Um, taking that gamble with Jared Goff is worth it to me because from what you've seen Jared Goff so far at his height, he was able to help a team get to a Super Bowl. Regardless what of how you they, look What at did it. they give up for Jared Goff again? What did they give up for Jared Goff? Matthew You're, Stafford went ahead and let him get out of there. Yeah. I'm saying that was it. They got nothing. I know they, oh, they got, got some. some- Stafford, they got two first rounds, I want to say. They it got a first two. round for this upcoming year and the year after, okay. I want to say. Okay. Yeah. All right. So they got they got those first round picks. Um they have no wide receivers. Um <clears throat> the best the best option they have, the best option at uh every receiver they have right now is St. Brown out of USC. And he's a rookie. Like it's only so much you're gonna really go into the season having expectations for him. TJ Hawkinson is for sure. He he for real. He's for real. They, yeah, they yeah. they got it right. They finally got it right at tight end. Yeah, once you get past Travis Kelsey, Darren Waller, George Kittle, you start looking at TJ Hawkinson, Mark Andrews type guys. Yeah, right. so he's right there for mm-hmm. sure. Defensively, 
they have some guys, but they don't have a unit. Uh, they're not going to be able to keep people off the board, like talking about. Um, so, yeah, I definitely agree with you there. Minnesota, I've always been higher on Kirk Cousins than other people. Always. And just like you said, when you look at this, when you look at the stats, Kirk Cousins has has put together some really some really good seasons in Minnesota. But I think the best of him we've seen now. So now I think sadly it's going is going to end up being a Dalvin Cook show. How how far can Dalvin Cook take us? And that's just not enough to win in this league these days. Um, Chicago, one hundred percent agree with you that defense that defense is going to be there. <laughs> but just like last year, I'm still worried about the offensive talent around Andy Dalton, Justin Fields, Nick Foles, whoever the quarterback going to be. Like, outside of Allen Robinson, I don't trust David Montgomery. I don't trust any other receiver. I don't trust any tight end. Um, Who they added at running back? Didn't they add someone at running back this year? They got David Montgomery, and if they Sharif, did, I think of Sharif. On. I Tom, think they I think they, they signed someone else. He hurt. He's still yeah, in my eye. I think they signed somebody else at running yeah. back. Yeah. yeah, but I the, the talent around them offense, like Justin Fields is gonna be their quarterback before the season ends. We both agree with that. That's 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 one hundred percent gonna happen, whether it's game four or game eight. He's gonna end up being the quarterback and they're gonna look a lot better because of his mobility and what he's able to do, but there's still not a lot of talent around him to 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 be able to to really be good. So I'm right there with you with Green Bay running away with this division. Um, they're going to be missing their left tackle um, for six at least six weeks because uh, he went on the pup list. But um, outside of that, you're really you brought back everybody you needed to bring back. Aaron Jones, you got Aaron Rodgers back in the building, Devontae Adams on board. You brought back Randall Cobb, which is going to give Aaron Rodgers somebody he trusts. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not expecting Randall Cobb to go out there and be amazing, but oh, yeah. we were looking at that offense a lot of times last year. Like, who the hell Aaron Rodgers is going to throw the ball to if Devontae Adams somehow don't get open? Right. <laughs> And it, and it led you down a lot of guys that just weren't reliable. But now mm-hmm. you've got Randall Cobb, and that's somebody that's going to absolutely be trusted. I think Robert Tanyan has earned a lot of trust at that tight end position. Especially, in the, red red zone. Especially in the red zone. Yeah. So I, I think that offense is going to thrive. That defense is still going to be solid, and they're going to run away with that division. It was it was messing with me. I had to fi- uh, look online. Uh, Damon Williams from the Kansas City Chiefs. They, okay, uh, they got opened- you. Yeah, he's over there. Um, so let's go NFC East. I want to save the West for last. So let's do the NFC East. Tough division, bro. Cowboy fans. Y'all go ahead, grab y'all popcorn, go to the bathroom for a minute. Y'all can come back in a few minutes and I'll, I'll this be done. This is such a tough division, man. Like all these teams across the board. I just see Super Bowl, Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> The Washington football team is the best team in this division to me, and it's not close. That defense that got put out there last year is coming back this year with another year under them. Chase Young, his sophomore season. I expect Rhodes and Montez Sweat. Um, that dog said. Oh, <laughs> uh, I expect Montez Sweat to take another leap. They have three Great defensive tackles when you look at Ioannidis. Um, God, the guy from Alabama that they just drafted last year. Jonathan Allen, and then there's one more. Um, God. No, it's not. Yeah, we're going to have to look that up. But they got uh, De'Aaron Payne. De'Aaron Payne is who I'm thinking about. They got three great defensive tackles. Um Got better on offense. Got better at quarterback, even with Ryan Fitz, it being Ryan Fitzpatrick. That's an upgrade at quarterback. Yep. Uh, you you got uh, what it is Curtis Samuel on the opposite side of, of McLaurin now. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Logan Thomas had uh, is a better tight end than most people give him credit if for. If he stay healthy, he's decent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is which is always a scary thing for Washington with tight ends because of dealing with Jordan Reed all those years. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Antonio Gibson, who came on strong Very last year, expecting him to have another good year running the football. Very underrated. 
Yeah, if you're telling me that you that Ryan Fitzpatrick has a thousand yard rusher, he has McLaurin who who's a thousand yard receiver. Um, you have a trusted tight end in Logan Thomas, and you have a defense that's not going to give up too many points, mm-hmm. especially in that division. I, I got Washington like all yeah. day, every day, and yeah. honestly, I don't see another team getting close to the playoffs in that division. Yeah. So before all the signings and free agency, when football stopped. Right. I said the Giants should come back next year and say this is our division to win. And then Washington just starts uh, uh, just starts spending money. I thought I called them the Redskins. I, I was about to catch myself <laughs> like I've been doing Vegas. But, uh, yeah, Washington just starts spending money. And uh, like you said, it, I'm a huge fan of who has the better quarterback. Like I'm huge on that. Right. And it's hard for me to say that Danny Dimes is better than um um, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, I'm sorry. No, I was saying Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, then, like you, you just spoke about Washington's defense from from top to bottom. They're complete. Um, Kyle Fuller being over there makes the world of a difference. Uh, their unit is they have speed, they have power, uh, they can match pretty much any style of play in football. Um, we didn't even speak on Chase Young. That's crazy. We just like blew by him like he's nothing. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like we didn't even speak on him, but he's very serious. One of the better pass rushes already after one season of football. So basically, Ryan Fitzpatrick just don't go out here and win the, and lose the game. You don't. You don't have to. Which he which he haven't done. You know the, right. the last. This last, what, seven years of Ryan Fitzpatrick has been a Ryan Fitzpatrick where, for the most part, it's been real reliable, yeah. Well, the way Ryan Fitzpatrick start is always hot. Like, the first six games or so of the year, he's always playing very well, low turnovers. And then the second half of the year is kind of like when the turnovers start creeping in and he's making errant decisions and things of that nature. But I think that this unit is so explosive offensively and defensively, and the division is so weak. Maybe this is the year he puts it all together. So and, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm taking yeah. I'm taking Washington as well to to win the division. Now let's just zoom through the rest of this division, just because Cowboy fans want to be talked about to some degree. Um, <laughs> let's yeah, let's start. Okay, the Dallas Cowboys. Dak is back. I pray the man can stay healthy. If he can, he's going to have a top seven quarterback year. Like, if he can stay healthy, he's going to have a top-seven quarterback year. The talent around him is great. CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup, Amari Cooper, Zeke, we know what it is. If that offensive line can stay healthy, we're going to see big things from that offense. The defense is where it's still suspect. Who they stopping, Sid? The the defense is still where it's still suspect. You paid DeMarcus Lawrence all that money. He gave you nothing last year. Um... You you brought in players like Keanu Neal and I think Malik Hooker's back there. Uh, there's another guy that I can't. Uh, Michael Parsons, you drafted him. Great draft pick. He's going to do wonderful things. Uh, you still got Vanderich. You still got Jalen Smith. The linebackers are definitely, when they're healthy, they're definitely the strongest part of that team. It's just, what about the secondary? Or... If DeMarcus Lawrence ain't getting off, what about the defensive line? And that's that's you gotta be able to stop somebody. And I don't see Dallas stopping anybody, which in part is why if Dak stay healthy, he's gonna be a top seven quarterback, because he's gonna have all the chances in the world uh to be like they were doing last year, coming coming back from being down trying to win football games. Yep. Um the Philadelphia Eagles. Can you say they got better from last year? I guess if you if you want to say, look, they got Devontae Smith and uh, Jalen Hurts. You, if you think he's a better quarterback than what Carson Wentz was healthy defensively, I can't think of one thing that they did that made me say, oh, that's what they needed. Um, I think the Eagles are going to be one of the worst teams in the league this year. I agree. Um, better in football to me means. When we sign a guy, draft a guy, whatever. Yeah. That move translate in us winning more games. And I think it's nothing that the Eagles done in the offseason that made me say they're going to win more games. So, therefore, to me, the Eagles didn't get better. Once again, I agree. 
they're going to be one of the worst teams in football. I think it's so unfair to Jalen Hurts because it's so hard to evaluate him as a fan because yeah. the lack of they're around him. And that's what I was saying last year. Everybody's like, he's not a good thrower to football. He's not ready. He can't read defenses. Bro, who is he playing with? Yeah. Not, I remember I went, I went, we went to Philly last year for the game. And the, the front of the paper had Jason Peters on there. And it was just talking all this bad stuff about, like, all the injuries and all this stuff he's dealing with. Yeah. Yet they were trying to still tell that man he could play left tackle before moving him to guard. Yeah. Like, that's crazy, man. You know what I'm saying? So um, they can't protect him. He don't have a bailout um, for us, a guy that's just naturally gifted, a Tyreek Hill, yeah. a Julio Jones. He, he doesn't have that. They don't have a crazy run game. Miles Sanders, to me, is is really not the answer at running back. Um, yeah. De- defense, no stability. So, it, it, to me, it, it, they, they're definitely going to be uh, fourth in this division. And what's worse for Jalen Hurts is I don't think he – time is not of the essence when it comes to NFL teams and, and, and their uh, ownership and, and, their, lead, and their, um, their managers and stuff like that when they look at stuff like that. And they're going to look at Jalen Hurts and they're going to say, look, you had a year and a half. You didn't get anything done. We're going to move on from you. And that's yep. so unfair to him, like you say, because what, what did you put around me? Yeah. Um, the Giants, I think they finished second mm-hmm. uh, in, the, in the division. I think um, I think they made some – like they're definitely headed in the right direction. Part mm-hmm. of that is just getting healthy. Uh, Saquon Barkley getting back uh, another year under Jason Garrett with Daniel Jones. You bring in Kenny Galladay, um, John Ross. They brought in oh John Ross. Okay, yeah, John I didn't know that. John Ross. Yeah, I, I think John Ross is over there. Yeah, I, I, I actually think that's true. I just forgot about that. Um, Evan Ingram. Yeah, you got to hope that Evan Ingram is going to be able to put on another another good show in this season. Um, Defensively, they're going to be solid. Uh, yeah. That Leonard Williams uh, acquisition last year really paid off for them um, yeah. um, up there on that D line. So I, they I really it in the corner. Who who did they bring in at the corner spot? Um, who did they bring in? Um, Your boy from the Titans, Adoree um, uh, uh, Jackson, or yes. Um, yes, did they bring in? Because where's Logan Ryan? Where did Logan Ryan go? Let me see. Because I feel like they may have ended up on the same team. But, yeah, I, I definitely feel like Philly is definitely – I mean, the Giants are definitely the second-best team in their division. Um, no, yeah. they didn't. Yeah, yeah, they did break in. Uh, yeah, they did. I'm sorry. They did. I was about to say, I know ain't tripping yet. Yeah, so mm-hmm. they got they both. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that was definitely an improvement for them at corner. Um, they have a safety. Who's the safety they got back there? Uh, they definitely have Logan a safety. Logan Ryan. Logan Ryan had a great year last year too. And Jabil Peppers, of course, but Logan Jabil Ryan played great last year for him. Got to get better. Um, but yeah, I definitely think they're the second best team in that division. Yeah. Uh, we agree on that. The last division here, which once again, this is the toughest. This is going to be the toughest one in the NFC to, to foresee and to, to look out on is the NFC West. I think you guys been the toughest. I think this has been the toughest division in football at least the last three years now. Well, you got the LA Rams, the San Francisco 49ers, the Seattle Seahawks, and the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, this, this is a toss up. So um, <laughs> I have all faith in Kyle Shanahan. Let me, let me just start by saying that, right? Like he's one of those guys, if he's. In the facility, and he's coaching your team. I think you're gonna do all right offensively, right? Yeah. Uh, San Francisco was another team that was hit by the injury bug real hard last year, real and hard. now they got everybody back. So you got to give them a puncher's chance to win the division. Um, the only it's so tough to call because if the Rams, if the Rams will be fully healthy, they're, they're missing their their running back. Uh, what's your boy name from? Um, Cam Akers. Uh, yeah, they missed Cam Akers, who who was officially named the all time start the the full time starter late last season when he started picking up. But uh, because of that, I'm going with the Rams. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna still go with the Rams. I think Matthew Stafford. Um, 
coming over is going to make the the world of a difference for a, a team that already have one of the better defenses in the NFL. Uh, you got Robert Woods, you got Cooper Cup. Uh, they've been doing uh, two tight ends. I know they lost one of them, I believe, Everett, if I'm not mistaken. Everett wants to see yeah. him. Yeah. So uh, Digby would still be serviceable. I know they're going to probably have another type of step up and, and, and fill in that role. And I know they traded for Sonny Michelle. It's not like a, a huge household name who uh, just put fear in people, right? But I think that they can find some type of way to get some type of production out of him. And football is still still the year is still still young. If they if there's a trade out there, um, was they one of the teams that brought in Devontae Freeman and um, Devontae Freeman and another running back? I forgot. And, uh, I'm not sure. Le'Veon Bell. I want to yeah, say Le'Veon what? Bell. I'm not sure. They, I'm not. That was a uh, that was Baltimore. Baltimore. Because they lost Yeah. Yeah. After. So, uh, you know, the, the year is still young and they can still figure out that running back position. But having a better quarterback uh, is going to make the world of a difference for the Rams, uh, who who still won that division last year with, with Jerry Goff. So I have the Rams finishing first, uh, followed by the 49ers, uh, given that they're going to be healthy. I think that uh, their defense makes the difference uh, out of Seattle, who has zero defense. Uh, Seattle is still going to win uh, a bunch of games, but I think it's just hard. We know um, when they play the Rams, Jalen Ramsey takes whoever out of the game he wants to. They already couldn't run the ball. They do get Chris Carson's back. Uh, and they're, they are a great offensive football team, but I just think that not having the defense is going to start catching up with them more and more as uh, Russell Wilson gets uh, gets into his latter part of his career. And uh, that will put the Cardinals – who I feel is another team that's pretty good offensively. It's just that this division is so tough, and they're another team uh, that's that's starting to put it together for assigning players. If uh, T, if this T.J. Watt, I'm sorry, J.J. Watt, if J.J. Yeah. Watt and Chandler Jones work the way it should work, both guys getting double digit sacks, they got a chance. But uh, the likelihood of that mixed in with the fact the Cardinals still won't be able to run the ball. They still don't have a tight end. Uh, how yeah. effective can you be in that division? So I have them third. Ah, oh, fourth. I'm sorry. I have them fourth. Um, we agree. We agree on the order of, of how you go finish out. We the agree. Top. The Rams, whatever you whatever you felt about the Rams with Jared Goff, when you looked at that team and saw how good they were with Jared, they're going to be a whole different team with Matthew Stafford. He's going to take them to a whole nother level. Um, and which is, is good for the Rams, but it's also good for Matthew Stafford being able to get put into a position where he can actually show uh, it wasn't me. Like, I, I've been doing this, so let me show y'all how far I can take a team. But uh, and you talked about what they got on offense with Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, um, Tyler Higby. I like Darren Henderson. I just don't like him as being your, you know, your sole feature guy, which is why they went and got Sony Michelle, which I feel the same about him. So you pair them together, and I think that that's going to work for them. Um, and then, of course, on the opposite side of that football, you're looking at Aaron Donald, you're looking at uh, Jalen Ramsey uh, and those guys, and, and you're like, okay, well, what you about to say? No, Michael Brock, because I was just naming defensive. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So th- they have a team. They're, they're definitely the best. Um, they're the most talented team in that division, slightly over San Francisco. Um with San Francisco, like you said, the injuries killed them last year on defense, for sure. Like, defense hit got hit hard by injuries last year. Um, once again, I'm higher on a quarterback than a lot of people are. I'm higher on Jimmy Garoppolo than a lot of people are. Like, I, I just uh, am. Okay. Um, I, I know we talked about it the other day doing a fantasy draft. I think that Jimmy G really has to lose his lose this job as quarterback. Um so I you, don't you think don't, that is you don't see you don't see no you don't see Jimmy G playing worse enough to allow Trey a chance to play. Correct. Okay. Correct. I don't I don't think he played I don't think he performs bad enough to to for them to pull him and say, all right, Trey Lance, it's your it's your time. Um especially not as early as other people see it. Like, if it does happen, I think it's second half of the season. Um, 
George Kittle, we just talked about him. He's in that in that top tier of tight ends. Uh, a lot is expected out of Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel. Um, the running back position is kind of tricky for them. Uh, so you got you still got Mostert. Uh, you brought in Trey Sermon. Uh, so you want to see what those guys are going to actually look at. But once again, most importantly, on defense, they're going to be healthy. And that's and and San Francisco's defense last seen healthy. That was an amazing defense. That was a stifling defense. So um, San Francisco, I think, finishes right there behind uh, behind the Rams. Seattle, I think, finished third in that in that division. The offense is going to still be there and hitting on all cylinders. I feel the defense losing Shaquille Griffin at corner was huge. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't like they were stopping that many offenses last year. Anyway, right. so when you when you see Seattle, it's going to be a shootout. They just have enough talent to usually win those shootouts, and I think yeah. that's going to be the same thing this year. Uh, Arizona, I agree with you. Another ta- a real talented team uh, is just like you said when it comes to running back, when it comes to tight end, those are positions that, especially for a quarterback like Kyler Murray. Is really important to that offense, and if you don't have that in a division that's this loaded, especially, it's gonna be hard for you to pull out wins. You got DeAndre Hopkins, who is arguably the best wide receiver in football, but then you're looking at guys like AJ Green. What you gonna get out of AJ Green? I mean, I've heard good things about him thus far, and hopefully he he can put on a solid season. But the hopes aren't high for that. And then after that, it's a Christian Kirk, and you know guys like that. So. Mm-hmm. Even even with how talented that roster is, and then like you say, you know, if all goes right for Arizona, like you say, that Chandler Jones, JJ White, that works, and you're able to have a decent running game with Edmonds and James Conner. If, if those things happen, then I can easily see Arizona being like, "Oh no, we're gonna we're gonna take this division." But what's the chance? Like it depends on how much you're going to bet on Edmonds and James Conner, right? Even if you're betting on the JJ Watt and Chandler Jones things work thing working out, mm-hmm. then it's like okay, well if you ain't got a run game, how, how much are you trusting Christian Kirk? How much are you trusting AJ Green? How much are you trusting whoever y'all going to stroll out there and tight end? Yeah. If the run game not going to work, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely I, I see them finishing last, but still putting up a, a, a decent record this year. They're not gonna they're not gonna be a bad team. Yeah. So yeah, that's how I got that playing out. Um, let's go ahead and get to let's cut straight to it, man. What is your Super Bowl prediction? We're sitting here uh-huh. September September seventh, four thirty two. What is your Super Bowl proje- prediction? So uh, I have out the AFC, the AFC, uh, I don't think that it would surprise anyone, but uh, I actually have the Kansas City Chiefs uh, going to the Super Bowl again. Um, the, the one thing that killed them in the postseason was um, their offensive line, Super Bowl to, to be exact, to be particular. Uh, they definitely improved, right? Definitely improved that, well, versus what they went into the, the Super Bowl with and the playoffs. Um, so they de- definitely gotten better there. Uh, they have one of the better uh, head coaches in football in uh, Andy Reid. And they have the best quarterback in football in Pat Mahomes. Um, I don't think that anyone questioned what they, their capabilities on the offense side of the ball. Defense is just going to be defense. Like, I can care less about it. Uh, they're just going to play good enough. But what they have in their back pocket is that they're normally playing with a lead, which helps that defense. Yeah. So I, ha- I have the Chiefs representing the AFC. And from the NFC, uh, when the season first kicked off, it's so hard to repeat. So yeah. Tampa doing ex- having everything to go their way the way it kind of did last year, kind of don't see it that way. I do think they're still going to be one of the better teams in the NFC. Uh, but I think it's going to be the Rams. The Rams have been kind of flirting with making it back to the Super Bowl ever since they lost to New England 3-13. to uh, yeah. I think Matthew Stafford is going to make the difference for them, and I, I got the Rams representing the NFC. So I'll start where we agree at, which is the L.A. Rams. I think Matthew Stafford makes all the difference in the world. Uh, for a team, like you say, has been right there uh, mm-hmm. ever since being their last. 
Where we disagree, shockingly, is the AFC. <clears throat> I think most people just look at Kansas City and say, for sure, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna be back. Uh, and like you say, it's hard. It's hard not only to repeat once you win, but to get back there uh, after being there. And I think I, I think Buffalo is gonna put on a show in this year that's really going to to be able to lift them back to uh, a Super Bowl. Uh, so I have the Buffalo Bills against the L.A. Rams uh, in this year's Super Bowl, which doesn't sound that appeasing uh, when you when you read it. But when you look at the football being played out, that we're, that would really shape up to be uh, a good game. Cool. Um, so let's turn to week one. Week one of the NFL schedule. We are going to start with opening opening night, rightfully so. Um, the Dallas Cowboys head on down to Tampa Bay to take on the defending Super Bowl champions, the Buccaneers. Uh, the Buccaneers, from what I see, are minus eight in this game. Um, I'm quite sure you rolling with that minus eight. <laughs> how you how you see that one? Eight is a lot to, yeah, to deal with. Uh, that's a that's a whole lot. I was thinking it would be more like five at yeah. the most. Like I saw five. Yeah, um, maybe six. Um, definitely taking Tampa to win the game, but eight just may be a little bit too much for me to to take Tampa covering eight. Um, yeah. The the under over on that game is fifty one. Um, I saw fifty one and fifty one and a half. Yeah, I feel way better saying that they will go over fifty one. So I will take the over on that game, but I'm taking Tampa to win. Okay. Um, I think Tampa wins. Uh, I once again that eight is a lot. I, I don't think they. I don't think they're going to get that. I don't. I think. Um, I think this will. Like I say, I'm, I'm. I'm with you. I. I. I'm real comfortable with taking the over uh, on that game. I think they're going to put up a lot of points between the two. And, um, yeah, that eight, I, I think the Cowboys are able to cover and, and stay yeah. and stay within that. So I'm, I'm definitely going with that. But I'm taking the Bucks to win as well. Yeah. Um, we got the Green Bay Packers traveling to Jacksonville, Florida, to take on the New Orleans Saints. Crazy. Uh, Packers minus four. What you got? I have this as one of the safest picks this this Sunday. Uh, I'm a Saints fan, but we uh, and I, I try to you know call this as fair as I possibly can, pulling my heart out of the situation. Yeah. Um, we just start slow as hell on defense every single year, um, and normally it's not like we got guys in new new spots and a new corner, a new safety. Our unit normally stays the same for the you know for at least three years in a row. For a secondary play. This year, we already know what the situation is with corner. We are very, very thin at the cornerback position. Uh, we just talked about Aaron Rodgers gaining Randall Cobb. You got the account for Aaron Jones coming out the backfield. Uh, and we all know what Devontae Adams is. Marshawn Lattimore is one of the better corners in football to where you don't even worry about the other team's number one receiver. I think that Devontae Adams is one of those exceptions when Lattimore is going to have his hands full. Adams' route running ability, which that's what beat Marshawn Lattimore, is ridiculous. So I yeah. definitely think I definitely think Adams is going to have a great game, right? And now you got guys like uh, well, Ken Crowley is still listed as out. I think he, uh, is he still I'm listed as sure. out? I haven't, I haven't even seen an update on him. I'm gonna have I to make look it easy. I make it easy. Whether he's playing or not, he's going to have his hands full in which whatever direction he's uh, he's going as well. Uh, so I'm definitely giving the edge to Aaron Rodgers, who's been a full-time starter forever, uh, versus Jameis Winston, who's really just getting his feet wet with this whole starting quarterback role. He's without Michael Thomas. Um, that's a, a big blow. We still have yet to really have a solidify uh, receiver. Uh, and just speaking in the term of man-to-man defense, right, you know what you're going to get from Jari Alexander from Green Bay. If You know, he's a great corner. He doesn't give up much. Uh, and we really don't really have a whole lot of other options to go to go with uh, for a throwing the ball type of receiving core. So I definitely think that and Green Bay put it on us last year. Um, 
Matter of fact, the last couple years, the year, the year after we won the Super Bowl, we opened up against them pretty early. They beat us. Last year, we opened up against them uh, pretty early, and they, they beat the brakes off of us. Now, if this game was played week 12, week 13, I feel different. But week yeah. one, Green Bay is one of those teams that start hot, and we just start slow. Uh, and plus, like I said, everything is going to look kind of new. Uh, having Jameis Winston, no Michael Thomas, four points, I got to go with Aaron Rodgers. So – uh, first, mm-hmm. I just want to read off this breaking news that just hit my screen, which is that the Saints released Latavius Murray uh, after he refused to take a pay cut. So there's that. Um, when we started, uh, once the offseason started, we went through free agency, we went through the draft. We still looked at the New Orleans Saints and said that secondary is that that, that secondary is slim. Right. <laughs> and, and we looked at linebacker and we said that's that's pretty slim, too. Right. Um, training camp came along, and we started seeing and hearing things. And I got I, I'm I'm more confident now about the defense in its entirety than I was back then when we were talking about it. Linebacker, especially Me quarterback, too. Is still where I'm most weary about. Um, we signed Desmond Trufant yesterday. He won't have no effect for us this weekend, but. Going forward, that that is a real good pickup, and it's one that we needed much earlier than now, but whatever. Um, the Packers being out, being without their starting left tackle is going to is going to make a difference in this game, especially if we I know I am counting on Marcus Davenport and Cam Jordan to both have good seasons for us. Um, Everybody that's a Saints fan is counting on that. Well, it, it 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 actually looks real now. Like last year, even going into the season, I wasn't sitting here looking at Marcus Davenport or Trey Hendrickson, Hendrickson and saying they should have a good season this year. Mm-hmm. Um, Trey Hendrickson did what he did. Marcus Davenport gave us another year of, hey, when, when are we going to see it from you? <clears throat> from everything I've seen and heard so far, Marcus, Marcus Davenport should – have the season we've been waiting for. Cam Jordan is somebody that's automatic. Like you automatically expect him to go out there and get uh, what it is, uh, double-digit sacks, pressures, you know, things of that nature. Um, I actually think this is going to be a lower-scoring game. I see the over-under at 50. Um, I could see the under. I could see the under on that. I think this is going to be – I don't think – I don't think this is going to be a, a back and forth battle here. I think there's going to be a lot of, um, I think it's going to be a, a heavy running game for the Saints, especially Green Bay. I can also see it. Um, it just depends on how that defense comes out with the pressure. Uh, I'm not going to pick a winner. I am going to pick the Saints to cover. Um, I think a field goal late could definitely be the the, the decided factor. Uh, either way. So I, I definitely take the Saints to cover that, though. Okay, so we see that one different. I, I take Green Bay to win, and I take Green Bay to cover on that. Yeah. So what's the game that you're picking this week? Um, you know, I hope so. got the same game. <laughs> I doubt it. We don't agree on much, Sid. Give me a second. Going through my notes. Well, boom. Uh, San Francisco versus Detroit. San Francisco is traveling uh, to Detroit. And uh, right now the line is at seven and a half. Uh, And the under over is at 45. Uh, I am taking San Francisco to uh, cover, to win the game, of course, and cover. Seven and a half, yeah. Um, I agree. I definitely agree with that. Once again, Detroit is going to be a team that's they're going to be okay on defense. Offensively, I think with DeAndre DeAndre Swift is real promising, but his injury concerns are already there. Like it's already uh, when will be he? When will he be healthy? How healthy will he be? Um, and once again, when we we just talked about them and their lack of receivers. And we're saying, who, who is it that Jared Goff would be throwing the football to outside of T.J. Hawkinson? And, oh, go ahead. 
Uh, I was going to say, I'd just take it a, a, a little deeper. I don't know why I keep leaning to the side. It's this new uh, $40 microphone that I got for $2 <laughs> that I'm not used to, to dealing with. But I take it a step deeper, right, when I look into this game. Um, yeah. I, I really think the Lions will be one of the worst teams, if not the worst team in football. I can't stress that enough. Uh, secondly, right, the Rams is a very great defensive team. So even if it's a little score on the edge, go to the Rams. Uh, what quarterback? What quarterback do you trust more, Matthew Stafford or Jared Wait, Goff? No, 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 no. You saying the Rams, the 49ers? I mean the right. 49ers. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. San Francisco defense is not going to allow a lot of points. And then you say, what quarterback do you trust more, Jimmy G or or Jared Goff? I'm uh, going with uh, Jimmy G and Kyle Shanahan. And then the 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 nail in the coffin was San Francisco is very familiar with Jared Goff. You know, like they're very, very familiar with him. So it's not like they're going to see any uh, they may see new looks, of course, playing against lines that they're not used to. But who do they supposed to fear over there? So even if it's a low scoring game, I still find it very difficult for San Francisco not to edge them out by 10 in a very low scoring game. And and that's the thing too. Like I can, I don't think that this is going to be one of those situations where the 49ers are just piling it, piling on the Lions. I agree with you there that this could very well be like the over under that 45. Like like this could very well be a low scoring game. But I could definitely, I, I agree with you. The 49ers should still be able to squeak it out by at least 10 points. Yeah. Um, and then my game for this week is. Uh, the Cleveland Browns against the Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs are minus six and a half. Mm-hmm. I'm not only taking Cleveland to cover, I'm taking Cleveland. You was going to say that. I I'm taking Cleveland to win the game. This <laughs> week bro, one. I knew you was going to say that, bro. <laughs> Dang, see. See, you don't waste no time. I don't, all the games on the schedule, we're going to put our money on the, on the Browns knocking off Kansas City. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We talked about it. Last week we talked about it, and I told you, I said, look, Reg, for one, I was on the Cleveland Browns bandwagon the year before I needed to be. It was the year before last. Last year they got there. Okay, we're here now. Yeah. Look at that roster. You look at it from top to bottom, man. This is one of the best rosters in the NFL. They did. They can run that thing. They got weapons. Like I said, and we talked about it last year when we talked about the division. Where whatever side, uh, whatever side you you land on of how you feel about Cleveland is only about how you feel about Baker Mayfield. One hundred percent. That's where it's totally at. Totally agree. I, I have more faith in Baker Mayfield than most people do. Definitely than me. I have I have faith that Odell Beckham is going to have a better season and stay healthy than what he has while being in Cleveland. Okay. I, that run game is there. We know what it's going to be with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Uh, I think you're going to see a better year out of Austin Hooper. Like this team, this team is telling you that they should they should make a playoff run. Yeah. And I like Kansas City. I, I I'm big on Kansas City. I still have them finishing number one in that conference this year. But there are going to be some games where they're going to go up against teams that. They won't be able to stop as many times as that team will be able to stop them. And I think Cleveland is one of those situations. I think Cleveland's defense will be able to hold up against Mahomes one or two times more than Kansas City's defense will be able to stop Cleveland's. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, That's not just absurd because Cleveland had them dead beat uh, in the playoffs. Uh, Was that the game that Pat Mahomes missed? I think that was – did he miss? That was – he went out. He went out uh, towards the okay. end of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they had Kansas City dead to write that game. However, right, Andy Reid and, like, Bill Belichick on defense, right, if you give him something one year that gives that cause problems and issues and they couldn't do what they wanted to do, normally those mastermind type of guys, they nail it the following year. And I can't, I could, I can't see a situation where – the Chiefs struggle in those same areas that they did last year against against Cleveland or against if they meet up with Tampa or anything like that. Now I'm not saying Cleveland is a pushover, right? Because yeah, I yeah. think Miles, I think Miles Garrett uh, will win Defensive Player of the Year if he if he's healthy this year. Yeah, that's how 
how much I respect him. I, he's my pick for defensive player of the year. To me, he had it before he got yeah. COVID last year. Yep. Um, however, Pat Mahomes is just different. They're really different, and they start fast. And once you get, once again, like you said, it comes down to how much do you like Baker Mayfield? I like him, but I don't love him. And I definitely don't love him in a situation where you're asking him to somewhat match Pat Mahomes point for point. We know Cleveland defense is better than the Chiefs, but Baker Mayfield, this is a game where he's going to have to win the game. He's going to have to step up and make the big throw, make the big run, do something to cause Cleveland to win the game. Because if you think your defense is going to carry you for four quarters against Kansas City, you're crazy. Not if they're healthy. Tampa Bay yeah. was able to get away with that because they couldn't protect Pat Mahomes. Yeah, but yeah, being yeah. healthy, nah, you can't do that. You can't put this, a line. You, you just can't do that. This is going to be a, this is going to be a game where – Time of possession is going to be real key, and I think Cleveland is going to—they're going to dominate time of possession. Uh, we know what Kansas City is. When Kansas City strikes, they're going to strike fast. Mm-hmm. Cleveland's going to run and going to be able to run on Kansas City. They're yeah. going to. So once again, I feel like I feel like it's really going to come down to two defensive possessions that Cleveland's going to going to get some hard stops. Where Kansas City won't be able to, and I'm not like I said, I'm not saying Cleveland gonna blow them out or anything like that. Like this very well maybe uh, should it's gonna be a one possession game, uh, but I think Cleveland's gonna be able to edge it out. And I'm looking forward to that. That's gonna be a really good yeah. game. I hate yeah. I hate that it's gonna come on at the same time as our game, but I'm yeah. having on the second. <laughs> I, I agree with you. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's it for this week. You said you had something to announce. I do. Uh, I wanted to give a shout out, man, to, uh, precious vanity customs for putting together some great tumblers for man. I checked out her work. I'm not sure how good you guys can see, uh, her image, but the package, everything was a hundred percent, uh, together. And, uh, she definitely gifted us and, and did us right with this one. So my boy, this is yours. You got one on the way. I don't know if you can see how clean oh, that wow. thing came Yeah, man. Yeah, but, but, yeah, she killed that thing, man. Where, where every 25-point lead is safe, baby. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, you definitely got one in the mail, man. But I just wanted to give uh, give her a shout-out for that because she definitely did us right with those things. Um, if you want to reach her, she can be found uh, on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, great work. And I'll find those links, and I'll put them in the description for anybody who wants to uh, – who wants to look her up and reach out, man? Cause that's 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 a fire cup right there, man. Yeah, I can't wait to get mine. I, I, I was all at work with it today, bro. <laughs> all at work with it today. So. That's gonna be sitting. That's gonna be sitting all in the background from here on out, man. Yes, sir. But uh, man, we finally here. Week one of the NFL season. It's, all a, it's a lot. All to look for. thing I got to go do is get my black and gold face paint, and I'll be set for the season, bro. That's it. <laughs> I done, I done set up my new flag outside, man. I, I done, like, I'm ready. I'm ready. You can feel it in the air, bro. You can feel it in the air. 100%. So, uh, man, can't wait to get to this weekend of football. We'll be back next week to go over everything that happened and look forward to week two, man. Yes, sir. Hey, good show, Sid. 100%, man. You boys not in my league. No. If you listen close, I'm coaching. Take keys to the boy. Hella dope without pushing a blanco. Still stabbing bitches like 94 in the Bronco. If it's about the money, I'm leaving them hoes pronto. If I don't do nothing, I'm about line so. Every time I do it, do it the cut.